The SGPN Fantasy Football Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. And of course, make sure to download the SGPN app. It is your home for all of our free picks and our podcasts. Happy Thursday, everybody. It is another episode of the SGP and Fantasy Football Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I am your host, Rod Gomez. Find me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. Find the SGP and Fantasy World at SGP and Fantasy. Today, we continue our Devi series because we want to get you deeper into the abyss that is fantasy football. And there's no deeper well than the Devi well. And I'm bringing in another heavy-hitting expert from the realm of Devi. He's Kevin Coleman. He is the co-host of the Devi Royale podcast. Look, you know you're in deep when you have a Devi Royale podcast. That is exactly what we're hoping to learn from Kevin today. Kevin, thanks for joining us, man. Hey, man, I appreciate you having me on. And anytime anybody wants to talk about Devi, I'm all aboard because I, I love Devi. It's close to my heart. And I know it's a niche, but it's a fun niche. But this is what I'm saying. Like, you know, when you dive into the world of the NFL and fantasy football is such a huge, gigantic ocean of just everybody and you know redraft obviously is popular because it's the easiest form and it's the one that everybody can pretty much do and not really think much about but as you get deeper dynasty and then you get devi and then you get idp it's like all of these niche this is where you find the fun people the the people that are like look at i know i'm in on this you're in on this so let's just be on this together is that what you're finding in this community too yeah, it's a it's a very tight knit community, um, and I think too it's not toxic as we see like redrafts and stuff like that. Like everybody's pretty respectful of people's takes because to be honest, it's hard to, to get these Debbie guys. Like it's hard to hit on them, and when you do, it's even it's it feels even better. But you miss a lot because it's so hard. Like look at like Willis and all these other quarterbacks we saw this last time, or DJ Ungalele, like all these other guys that like were supposed to be these top guys. And they falter because you got to remember these are twenty year old kids, and you and you miss. Um, but I do think that it's exciting when you do hit. And overall, like I think it's a it's a fun it's a fun format. I wouldn't go overboard if you've never done it before. I would do like a one round Debbie thing. Like I wouldn't go overboard. It's not going to be for everybody either. So like it's one of those things. Like you should try it, but don't worry if it's not for you because it's okay. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. There's other people out there that that uh, mm-hmm. live and breathe this stuff as well. So okay, listen. We we've talked a lot with Jeremy Popolars. He is our resident SGPN guy, uh, and yeah. I know you swim in the same waters as well with him and Debbie World too. Uh, but what's your approach to Debbie? What what are you looking for out of these guys? Guys, how deep do you dig and like what is what is your thought process in actually selecting the guys that you select well how deep i dig that's a loaded question um <laughs> i have uh i have a big board already for the next year's class going so the arch manning class 2025 class um and the 2024 class i have coming up i i i'm pretty deep but that's just because i do it for a content wise like if 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 you're new to it you know, you really just need to know the real thing is you're only within the, you know, the top 20 guys. If you can stay within that realm and you're okay with kind of um, how you're supposed to draft and do those type of things. And I always tell people running backs are king. 
just like in real fantasy, like the top guys, not the mid-tier guys. Like if you can go get the top five guys, and we're going to talk about a couple of them today, if you can get those guys, you're going to be fine. Like if you can find those that talent, okay, that's how you should draft. Um, going in the draft, just know like if it's Debbie, you're not going to get any points from them in college. So like going after the top college guys is not is not going to do. Like Deuce Vaughn is one to uh, – we're not going to talk about him, but he's a 5'6 running back out of Kansas State. Deuce is a great college running back, but he's not going to be an NFL running back because he, he weighs 170 pounds and he's 5'8", or 5'6", excuse me, maybe. I think he's listed at 5'6". That guy's probably 5'4". So, like, knowing kind of where to go and how to draft your guys, I think that's the basics of where you should start, and then you can just get into it, and then you can start getting crazy. Well, it's funny you bring up running backs because that today is the position that we will be diving into. We talked about quarterbacks last week with Jeremy, but this week we're going to take care or we're going to cover the kings, as it were, of uh, of the Devi world in the running back position. So, uh, Kevin, we're, we're really we're going to talk about five. I, I, I like to keep this a little bit briefer than the redraft because obviously we're, we're diving a little deeper into these players and not to mention uh, you know, obviously, if you're not into Devi or if you're learning about Devi, if we give you too much information, <laughs> you're just going to explode at this point. So we're going to keep it brief for folks, but we're going to give you five names that I found that are, are as I've dig, I'm digging into this world. You know, you find people's listings, you find people. These are the names that I've, I've found that pop up more often than not. And uh, when I put them on the show sheet, Kevin said, yes, these are good names. So uh, thankfully, my research has not led me astray. So. Let's begin, uh, Kevin, with Branson Robinson. This guy's raw, about as raw as it gets, right? I mean, I don't. He just committed to Georgia, so we're talking like absolutely. This is deep, right? Yeah, I mean, everybody's seen his picture probably because he looks like he's forty and he's because he's ripped and he has he's he's been doing this since his junior year of high school. Um, but everybody loves him. I mean, according to his huddle, which it's hard for testing numbers for these guys. I think that's one other area. Like before we dive into them, you got to be careful whether you get your number. So according to his huddle, which means he put it out there. So this is where we get stuff from. Sometimes he runs a four four nine forty. A 4.18 shuttle, a 40-inch vertical, which would be insane if those are his real testing numbers. But based on what you see from him, his athleticism, that could be it. Um, he's coming into Georgia. I don't think he's going to start right away. I think, you know, Kendall Milton is there. Uh, you have some other guys. McIntosh is there, but he just got arrested, so I don't know if McIntosh is still going to be there. But Milton's going to be there. They have a lot of depth there, but he could be that next Georgia running back. Chubb, Swift, these other guys coming in um, that we see. And Branson's a massive man. Well, and so when you look at his his athletic background, when I'm digging in, it's like he played nine games as a junior, averaged 131 yards per game and 9.74 yards per carry. Okay, they're high school numbers. We get yeah. that. But these are the numbers that, that colleges go off of and eventually the pros go off of, right? I, I think I think when you look at it, yeah, they'll look at the numbers. But there are guys, too, like you have to know where they come from. So, like, for example – Running backs, I'm, I'm looking at who they played against, what were their levels against. Texas 6A is what I always look for for wide receivers. So, like, those type of the, – the ones that play, like, in that high-level talent, if they can do that, then you're looking at guys that can really, really excel. Like, I was on Jackson Smith and the Jigba last year before everybody else was because I he actually had almost 2,000 yards receiving in the highest – uh, competition in Texas, 6A. And you see that it translates. So you see Branson, who who plays in a pretty good division for where he was at. I think that it could translate well. So they're really looking at athletic testing measures because that's what you want to see. 
you know, raw production, that's great. I mean, I think Derrick Henry rushed for like 9,000 yards uh, in three seasons at high school, which is just absurd. He had 4,000 yards as a senior year of high school. Um, so when you see those type of things, you laugh. But, I mean, it's real. Like, you look for athletic testing, and if they produce against good talent, then that's where you go with too. So he's ripped, and he's going to be in Georgia. So he's going to have yeah. to cut his teeth. And now, is this somebody who, well, first of all, is even eligible for, for Debbie consideration? I mean, we're, we're talking about oh, a guy yeah. right out of high school. No, he'll be eligible. He, he's going, you know, I, I've done a couple startups, but I've also seen him go. When you look at freshman running backs, you're usually looking at like late second, early third or fourth. You used to be able to get these guys in the fourth or fifth, but now people are getting smarter that you need these top level running backs, especially your freshman years, like the earliest you're going to get them. So after that first initial top guys like Bijan and Jameer and all those guys, he's going to go in like the late second, early third. So you talked about guys that weren't necessarily going to be NFL running backs. Do you foresee him becoming an NFL running back? Yeah, I mean, he has a, he has the profile, right? So he has that athletic profile you like to see. And I'm not worried about his weight. I mean, he's already probably 220. I mean, and you look at what he is able to do. I think he could deadlift 700 pounds. Uh, and he can also squat 615, 350-pound bench press. So when you're looking at what he's been able to put up numbers-wise athletically, you're not worried about him being NFL now there's always questions like, are these guys going to do it? And I, you have to kind of, you hope you check the boxes. So what I do is I, did he hit this box for me? Okay. Then he's going to go up the next rung. And, and Robinson does check a lot of those boxes. The key question is going to be Georgia is notorious having running back by committee. So will he be able to jump into that group and then kind of reach that echelon? I don't know. That's the, that's the question. Uh, apparently, he was interested in Alabama, Tennessee, and Auburn. He did visit, or it looks like he's going to visit Alabama and Tennessee, but he did commit with Georgia, right? So, yeah, Or yeah. he visited both of those schools. So he was heavy into this. He wants oh, to yeah. be in the SEC. He's going to be in the SEC. He's going to play there. He knows that SEC produces you know, first, second-round running backs. I mean, I, that's where you go. Um, and, and where he's at, 5'10", 220, I think he's – I, I think that he's the – a lot of Georgia fans know that they think he's the running back one in this class. And this class is pretty loaded. This rookie this, – I say rookie, but this freshman class coming in, they're, they're loaded. Man, so it's just crazy because you think about – we're talking about a guy that has – it's about to be a freshman. Branson Robinson, keep his name on your list. And you said you're seeing him going in like the third or fourth round already in, in the startups? Oh, yeah. He's going late second, early third. It kind of just depends on what your, what your draft is at. And that's the thing about Debbie – there's no, um, there's no ADP. Like there, you can say there is. There's sites that do it. I mean, we have ADP at where I, I work. Um, there's sites out there. Campus Ken's great. Like they have ADP, and most people just follow that because they don't know. But I always tell people, go get your guy because there is no ADP. Like there is no built-in like this is where you go because there's so many misses. Uh, if you want him in the second, get him in the second. But right now he's running back three of the class in terms of my rankings. But he would be late second, early third. Outstanding. All right. So let us move on to the next name on the list. And I hope I don't butcher his name, but it's uh, Jamar Gibbs running back out of Georgia Tech. This guy's actually played some college football, so we have some stuff to yeah. go on for him. He's not a fresh out of rookie uh, uh, into the freshman year. But so Jamar out of Georgia Tech, not really a school that gets a lot of look, right, uh, for running backs. But uh, I think he's making a name for himself in these Devi communities. Well, he is. He transferred, actually. So he's at Alabama now. So oh, our guy, Jameer, is at Alabama, and he's going to go off. Uh, Jameer is one of those guys that 
you know, when you're looking at what he's going to be able to do, he's he's he can, he's a pass catcher first and foremost. He's a kick returner too. He's going to have that because he's he's just super fast. But he's a pass catcher, so a PPR. That's what we're looking for. That's kind of what he is. And you know, um, when you look at what he did at Georgia Tech, he had 1,200 yards and he scored eight touchdowns, and he also had 768 receiving yards and 59 receptions. So. He's coming into an Alabama squad that needed a running back, and they now have him. He's going to get usage, volume, everything they like to see. I mean, he's as, he's as close to B. John Robinson from Texas as you want in that tier, uh, and he's going to blow up at Alabama. The one bad thing about Gibbs is he's 200 pounds. So you gotta, you're going to wonder, okay, well, this is the test. What is he going to do at SEC in Alabama? Can he stay healthy? If he does that, I think he'll pass. I think he'll be fine. A lot of guys are going to ding him a little bit for those 200 pounds. They want to see him at 210. Um, but he's that kind of level athlete. I don't know if it matters. So for you know for him, though, now that he's going to be in Alabama, that that's all eyes on him, right? Yeah. Do you think he'll live up to that pressure, or, or is this a guy that is going to transfer but maybe not get where he, he's supposed to go? No, he's a level of talent. He can. I mean, he was – so people don't know this, but he transferred early in December. So he actually practiced with the team when they were preparing for the college football playoff. The people at the practices said he was one, he was running back one in the depth chart over Brian Robinson, over all the guys that were there because they had a lot of injuries or whatever. And he was making that defense, which is one of the top defenses in the college football, look stupid in practice. He's ready to go. Like, as long as he stays healthy, I don't see how this guy's not the limit for the kid. I mean, he's the running back two in that class – um, no question. And there is there is outside chance he could do so well that he'll vault himself into running back one. And so I asked Jeremy this when we talked about the quarterbacks as well. Is there, and I know it's hard to project past this season, especially when you are, are trying to figure out who's going to trade what for draft picks, but is there a landing spot for him that makes him a more attractive, think about a couple of years from now, running back situations. Is there a landing spot, do you think, that could make him a more attractive person to, to grab in Devi? You know, as long as he goes someplace where, you know, he can catch passes if that's the scheme, if he can if he can go somewhere there, uh, you know, looking at ahead of where it's at, I think the Raiders make a little bit of sense because I think they're going to move on from Jacobs. Uh, the Texans always make sense because the Texans at some point got to freaking draft a running back. I mean, that's <laughs> probably going to have to be a thing at some point. Um, one of those guys, I mean, any of those areas where those, those, those teams get older, I mean, the Eagles move on. Like, I don't think there's a landing spot that hurts him. And I don't think there's a landing spot right now that I can think of. That's like, Oh, that's amazing. But he, he can make any team really good. I mean, he's going to be, I just hope he goes to a team that has a coach that's going to scheme for him. Like, give me a guy like, you know, Shanahan, give me a guy like, um, even Kellen Moore, in my opinion, more like, give me somebody there. I saw Dallas as an option because I think they move on from Zeke after next year. Um, they're going to be in the running back market. I mean, if they can use him in the slot, because I think he's good enough to do that. That's what I want to see a team that's going to use him the right way. Shanahan. He, he gets all the running backs. I mean, this is <laughs> all of a sudden Miami became the Shanahan of this year, grabbing every single yeah. running back they could. But, um, you know, I, the way you describe him, I see Cincinnati as a good, uh, he could be a good compliment to Joe Mixon as well. If, if that really is how he, he plays as far as being able to be the pass catcher. Cause Mixon, you know, they want it. They want him to catch passes, but <laughs> he doesn't. So yeah. he doesn't, I mean, I, I think that if you're a Gibbs owner, you want him to go somewhere where you can be a volume and get three down back. Like that's where I would, I, that's the problem with Debbie too. And like, it's hard because you draft these guys like Samir white was going probably in the second round of drafts four years ago. Cause he came in as the running back one. 
And in his injuries and all that, now he got drafted by the Raiders in what, the fourth, fifth round, whatever it was. And so that's always the like the worry with this. But Gibbs, you want him to go somewhere where he can be a three-down guy. If he can be a three-down guy, then you really, you're feeling good about it. All right. Keep that name on your short list again, Jameer Gibbs. Where where are you seeing him go? I know you said there's no ADP, but like, how popular is oh, this no, guy's name? He's first round. He'll, he, he, Gibbs is going top six, if not top four. Wow, that's that's crazy. So yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. Like I'm seeing his name all over the place, and it's got to be for a reason. Uh, so yes, Jamar Gibbs, keep his name on your roster. Another guy, I like this guy's name, Tank Bigsby. That is yeah. that is a running back name if ever there was one. Um, now, okay, listen, I looked up that he's at Auburn. Kevin, is that still yeah. correct? <laughs> he is at Auburn still. Yeah, he he flirted with the transfer portal, but he's still he's still at Auburn. That transfer portal makes everything. I I tell you what, I don't know what it is, but the last what was it four three or four years maybe this transfer portal has just thrown me for a loop. I'm used to college where it's like you stay, you're where yeah. you're at, and you stay. But now it's like free agency all over. But in the college world, oh, it's a pain in the ass. I'm gonna tell you, <laughs> like try in the COVID year too. Like that's why like we saw the NFL draft this year so many running backs because everybody got that extra year of eligibility. So now you have this influx of all these guys and also the COVID year messes up everything because you don't know what year they're supposed to graduate. You're looking at guys like Brian Robinson who played in 2017 and he's drafted this year. Like you're just like, I'm so over it, but it's over in two years. I won't have to worry about any of those stupid COVID things or anything like that. I can just like, okay, I can go back to normal. Okay, I know where they're at. I know where they're supposed to be. Yeah. Well, Tank yes. Bigsby, I think is one of those, right? He is a junior. Is he a true junior? Uh, yes, he's a true junior. Perfect. Uh, all right. Well, it looks like uh, the guy had some pretty good stats over there in Auburn. Uh, was it 1,099 yards, 10 rushing touchdowns in 2021? Uh, that's good, right? A thousand yard rushing season yeah. for Auburn. That's really good. So what makes Tank uh, a good Devi prospect? You know, he's, he's one of those tweeners right now. He, he came into the, his first year, he came in really highly touted, probably running back two, I think of the class. He's fine. I think though, what happened with Auburn is they're going through a rebuild this last year. They had a new coach. Now their new coach is in some mess. Cause he kind of, they, there was rumors he was sleeping with his assistant. And then that's why Bigsby kind of was like, I don't know if I'm going to go and stay here. Um, he's fine. I think he runs like a four or five. If I had to guess somewhere around there, he does show pretty good burst around the edge. And you'll see that he's more of that quick guy though. He doesn't, he's not really explosive, um, but he has enough speed to get to the, around the edge. Uh, and that's where you worry about him. Is he a chunk guy? Is he going to be one of those guys that kind of there? Um, he does struggle with his vision. It, it worries me a little bit. This last year, a true freshman, uh, Jarquez Hunter, actually took some carries away from him. And they were just saying that they were kind of spelling tank and they didn't want to use him until he got to the SEC, which he still had a productive year. Um, I like Tank. I just like me personally. I think he's my running back six right now in the in the draft class, just because of those question marks. Um, but he could vault back up. I mean, he, he's very talented. He's got the size and the and the kind of athletic testing you like to see. Yeah, you talk about size, six foot two thirteen. That's that's yeah. pretty good. You talk about that two ten mark, right? That that was the threshold at where they were looking for uh, a Jamar Gibbs earlier. So yeah, I mean, he's two thirteen. So you want to see that, right? Yeah, you do. I, you know, it's so funny. I was, I forget who I was, someone smarter than me. I was looking at the running back ones from the last, I think it's like the last four years, their average weight was 222. And so when you're looking at that in the NFL, so if you're looking at that, you really want, like I've moved my, you want 210 for the guys like, like, like Gibbs. 
Bigsby, you really want to see him get that 220 mark if you can without losing that speed. Like 220 is the – that's kind of the goal. Like if you can get to 220, that's kind of where I'm feeling comfortable uh, with these guys. And that's also where you have to shift your opinion, right? Like like there's a kid named Devin Chain. Uh, he's not on the list. He shouldn't be. But yeah, a lot of guys like him, but he's 5'8", 170 because he runs track. I have a hard time drafting him in Debbie because he's 170 pounds. Like he'll die in the NFL. Like that's not for a running back. That's not a guy that you want to draft that high. Yeah. I can imagine a lot of linebackers licking their chops to yeah. try to get to him in the backfield. Like watch me, watch me launch this kid. So, uh, all right. Well, we have talked down three. We're going to, take a break and when we come back we're going to break down another two and then i'll let uh, i'll let kevin give us a, a couple of names that he's been floating around that aren't on the sheet because uh you know he's probably got a, a list a mile long of players that he's keeping an eye on if he's anything like jeremy so uh we'll come right back we're going to talk some more debbie running backs but first, let's talk about WinBet. Make sure to get down on the WinBets. Bet $50 to win $200 promotion where a $50 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. Plus, the WinBet Casino is offering a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. And of course, don't forget to get involved in their same game parlays with the Win's own Build Your Own Bet feature. All users, that means you, can receive a $20 free bet when they win, lose, or push a three-plus leg Build Your Own Bet parlay between Thursday and Saturday. You can take advantage of this on the NBA playoffs. So if you choose to do that, so much to choose from as well. And all you got to do is download the WinBet app now or visit winnbet.com to get started. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Fellas, have you started your spring cleaning yet? I mean, we're just barely started spring, so if you haven't, that's cool. But the drapes, they need dusting. The carpets, they need cleaning. And your lawn needs mowing. Spring has sprung, and the global leaders in below-the-waist grooming have their best tools for cleaning aisle five in your pants. It's time to take and clear out your winter bush. Join the other four million men worldwide who have trusted Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the promo code SGP. They want to start your spring cleaning off right using the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer. You can get the most precise shave on your hedges and it's waterproof. That's great, right? Drop it in the shower, you're fine. No need to worry about watering your grass with this tool. You get equipped with a LED light so you know it'll be a major asset to the shower time routine. And the start of spring also marks the start of Testicular Cancer Awareness Month in April. Manscaped is partnered with the Testicular Cancer Society to bring awareness to testicular cancer, men's health, and early cancer detection. Manscaped is committed to raising awareness for the most common form of cancer in men age 15 to 35 and giving support for fighters, survivors, and families impacted by testicular cancer as part of their We Shave Ball or We Save Balls initiative. Smell oh so fresh and clean this spring. Go get 20% off for free shipping with the promo code SGP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com. It's time to throw out your old hygiene habits and upgrade your life. We return to continue talking, Debbie. I asked Jeremy this when I did the show with him the first time. Really, what does Debbie stand for? Is it is it uh, developmental or what? What does Debbie actually stand for? I just go. I think yeah, I look at it as developmental league. Like essentially, you're looking at it as like a 
minor league baseball team, you have your roster, and you're going to call them up to the big leagues, which is the NFL. There you go. That's what I, See, that's what I thought, too. I thought it was de- uh, uh, developmental. So I was right. Thank you very much. Kevin Coleman, who is the host of the Devi Royale podcast. And, uh, yes, he has been breaking down some Devi running backs with me and teaching me. Because, again, you guys know that I love to learn about all things fantasy football. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the more I can learn, the better off I am for everybody off. So, uh, all right, let's continue on, Kevin, with Zach Evans. <laughs> Kevin? Evan? Yeah. Uh, Zach Evans. TCU, if he hasn't transferred. <laughs> he did transfer. He ah, transferred. <laughs> That's, all right, so he was part of the TCU Horn Frogs. Now where is he, and, and what makes him a good Debbie prospect, Kevin? He's, uh, he's at Ole Miss now with Lane Kiffin. So he actually found himself in a better spot, in my opinion. Um, you know, with Evans, you're, you're really uh, – you're really betting on he's a running back three in my cl- in the class for the 23 class for me but you're betting on a ceiling because he hasn't shown everything he was the running back one of the class coming in um as a as a high school senior he's had 400 yards rushing his freshman year he dealt with covid that year so he actually got covid when spring camp or when fall camp hit and then they had abbreviated year so he didn't really get out there but when he did he had 54 attempts and he had 400 yards so he averaged seven yards a carry so he, he showed his explosiveness when he was out there last year same thing he dealt with some injuries and then he when he was out there 92 attempts 648 yards and five touchdowns as soon as they fired his coach though he transferred he got in the transfer portal so he didn't finish the year out so the question is is can he do that i think he can i think he's explosive i think he's a complete back i mean zach evans is one of the most complete backs in there the thing you worry about with zach is his head transferred is recruiting mess like when he was coming in he decommitted from three different schools uh like the it's the outside stuff you got to worry with zach but he's going into an old miss team that has a ton of volume and he's ready to go and i think that he's going to do very well there What stands out to me the most is his 7.3 yard per carry average. That type of number right there pops off the page. And, you know, you made the case for the fact that he only carried 54 times in 2020, 92 in 2021. But it's not really how many times you carry sometimes. It's what you do with those carries. Yeah. I mean, he has one of the best jump cuts in the country. When you watch him play and you watch his film, he does that really well. He alters his running style really well. He's a type of back that can score every time he gets the ball. Um, You know, I think the thing that I always talk about with him when I wrote my article for football guys about him, biggest thing is he always turns net positive gains and he always does that. Every run, you always see a positive gain. He's always able to get that positive gain. That's just because he's explosive. I think he finds himself in a very good offense. I'm excited for what he can do next year. But again, you're still draft. This is at risk. So in Debbie. You're drafting based on ceiling because he has a hell of a ceiling, but he has also the scariest floor because, you know, you're you're just the headache and you don't know what he's going to be. And I think that's the that's always the risk with these these things. There's a running back at Army that literally has never lost a single yard in his carry. In like 200 and some odd carries, he's always gained at least one yard. So hats off to Buchanan. I know those net positive gains are huge. Uh, He comes in at 5'11", 212. Does the height scare you at all? No, I, I don't think it scares me. I, I think that, you know, last time he got measured, um, I, I, 5'11 is where he comes in at. But even then, if he gets it, I think he's going to easily get to 220. So I'm all aboard the, the Evans train. You think he's going to throw on some weight? I think he can. I think he can throw on a weight. And I think just with his skills, he'll be fine. So we're talking two more years, at least before he hits the draft. Do you think he's going to try to go early or do you think he's going to stay all four? No, he'll, he'll leave early. I don't think if you, if you go back to the fourth year, 
that's like a death sentence for running backs in the NFL draft. That's why like Zach Charbonnet for UCLA who went back, like a lot of these guys know they have to declare. I, I think he declares. I have him as like a late second round pick right now. And I think that's pretty fair. Matt Leinard is a living example. Don't stay for the fifth year. <laughs> man I remember you used to take the dance class I remember that I'm old though so I, I remember the Matt Liner years I, I you know the guy this that was a different era back then I really feel like it was just a different yeah. era where he and I kind of don't blame the guy I know we're taking it aside but I don't care it's Matt Leinard I, I feel like he just he was the biggest man on campus and yep. how do you leave that like in LA how do you leave that you don't. And he didn't. And, you know, if it wasn't for a Reggie Bush fumble where he tried to pitch it, they would have won a national title. And that's what it, that's that's what have been his legacy. I wonder if he'd have still been playing football. That That's the yeah. question. Yep. Uh, oh, Matt Leinard. We, we love you. We miss you. I know you're calling football somewhere in this world. But this show is not about you. This show is about uh, running backs that are about to hit the draft here pretty soon within the next couple of years for your Devi squad. Uh, let's load up the last one on my list, and that's Trevion Henderson. Uh, I've seen this name all over, plastered all over. So uh, 5'10", 215, uh, out of Ohio State. So we know that this is now great. He's still at Ohio State, right, Kevin? Yes. Okay. Yeah, he's still at Ohio State. I'm going to have to ask that every time now. It's just that's going to be the standard question. Uh, all right. Ohio State, who we know uh, is a factory of NFL players. And uh, we saw it this last draft, and we're going to see it again, I'm sure, uh, with Henderson, right? Travion Anderson's my running back one in college football right now um, over Bijan. So it's a hot take, I guess, but I don't think it really is. I mean, he as a, he set Ohio State's freshman rushing record. He had over 270 yards last year against Tulsa. Um, the kid was just phenomenal. He scored 17 total touchdowns in 10 games. I mean, he scores touchdowns. He's the best pure runner in college football, in my opinion, what he was able to do. He, he was actually a, a, a finalist for the Doak Walker, which is the best running back in college football as a freshman. Um Kid does it all, and 1,200 yards rushing on 80, only 183 attempts. He can catch. He is he's a pure receiver, um, and he's one of the fastest players on the football field. I think he got clocked at 21 miles per hour on the football field his senior year um, by one of the recruiting measurements that they use. Uh, I, I I don't see how anybody can take anybody but Henderson number one. I think he's number he's the number one running back in college football. And so he's entering his sophomore year, right? He did yeah. all this as a freshman. He did all this as a freshman. So, like, you're if you bank him now, you're probably banking on a guy that's gonna be what a first rounder next or when he when he declares. I would, I would, I would be very surprised if he didn't go in the first round. Even though I think NFL teams are getting smarter and not taking running backs in the first, I think him and Bijan, who's gonna get drafted this year, Henderson is right now my 101 for the 2024 class. Like, if you if you're gonna take somebody, Henderson's that guy. That's how that's how good he is. So that's how good he is. What? How's the Ohio State team? looking in the next couple of years like is it going to be as good around him or is he just going to stand out in a team oh, no. that's unfortunately as a michigan fan i have to talk about this <laughs> jeff bell's a big ohio state fan my co-host and i have to hear this shit all the time but um <laughs> ohio state is the best i would argue that they're probably the second best team in the country they got cj stroud who's probably he's gonna be a top five pick next year they have receivers they have the best receiving core in in college football for sure i mean Henderson's on the best offense in college football. So that's where he's going to shine because those receivers, you can't stack the box because they're so good. He's that's where, that's why he's going to have, he, he could be a Heisman candidate this year. Wow. As a sophomore, even I love Easily. it. Uh, yeah. And it's funny. We talked about Stroud, uh, last week with Jeremy. So yeah, we definitely talked about how Ohio state's offense is going to continue, uh, to be good for the next few years. And, and that does nothing but 
good things for uh, Travion Henderson's uh, stock. So, yeah. Um, all right. Well, obviously, we know where you stand on him. Kevin, is there anybody else out there, any names that you want to introduce that, that I may have left off the list, a, a couple of them for, for folks to keep an eye on? Yeah, I can just give one in each, each class. Uh, B. John Robinson, Texas, obviously, uh, he's not on the list, but he's a clear 101 for a lot of people right now in this class. Uh, I think he is, too. I think he's going to get drafted first round. He just got an NIL deal, too. He's the first uh, college athlete sponsored by Lamborghini, so that's pretty cool. Uh, but he's 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 that good. Uh, the next class, the Henderson's class of 2024, Will Shipley from Clemson, young, young kid. I think he's going to be very good. Uh, pass catching back. Also, he's got good size. I think he's almost 215 now, uh, and he's going to be good. And then also my number one running back for the, the freshman incoming class, Nicholas Singleton from uh, Penn State. He They have a great recruiting class coming in. Singleton is kind of reminds me of Henderson. He was his freshman year coming in. I think if, if Singleton can take over that Penn State backfield, I think he could have a 1,000 yards rushing as a freshman. So those are several more names to put on your list. And listen, I mean, this is one of those things where uh, please go back and re-listen and, and try to get yourself collected if you're going to start doing Debbie. Uh, but how, how do you even get started? I, I know we talked to Jeremy about this, but like, how, I want another person's opinion too on how you get started in Devi. Where can you find a Devi league? Where can you find people that play Devi? So uh for everybody out there that wants to do it what i would say is you try to find 11 guys that you know that want to try it too and i have a video on a couple different sites that shows you how to do it but i also have template bylaws for everybody so if they don't know how to set up a league i have these bylaws that allow you to set it up like hey and I, you can just take them like i don't care you use them and it kind of sets out how you should kind of set it up and then if you want to use sleeper or mfl whatever you want to use whatever platform you use i think that's the best way to do it is find 11 guys that are okay with basically doing this that you know because it's so hard you know how it is if you find random leagues you can go on dlf and then you can find them but then you're dealing with random people that you don't know and I, you should really get in the debbie with people that have never done it before because if you get in the debbie with someone like me and you don't know how to draft, you're gonna get it's gonna hurt your draft. And that's not gonna that's not fun anymore. And I, I will say this: there's a lot of Debbie analysts that will do that crap, and it drives me crazy. They get in leagues, they'll start uh, you know, Debbie first year leagues, but then they join themselves and then they draft all the guys. Like, that's not what it's here for. Like, get 11 guys that you feel like want to start this, do one round only. You can always make it more later if you wanted to, and just get your feet wet. Because if you have a bad experience at the beginning, you're probably never going to do it again, and that's a bad thing. So 11 guys, you can you can always DM me, or you can find my bylaws, and you say, hey, let's set this up, and then we'll just work through it. And if you need any help, I can always help you. I have no problem doing that either. Well, that's a fantastic segue. Why don't you let everybody know where they can find you and, and get your help to start at this uh, whole, whole different world of fantasy football off? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can find me on Twitter at the boys underscore twenty two. Little homage to my Cowboys, but I will. Uh, you know, you can the Debbie Royale is a podcast that me, Jeff Bell, and Christian Williams started last year. We actually have a um, a Patreon. It's only three bucks a month, and for the three bucks, you get a Debbie manifesto, which we constantly update. We've updated it almost like eight times. It's over two hundred fifty pages, so it goes over depth charts for all the Power Five guys. It goes over our rankings. We have videos only for the Debbie uh, for our Patreons. We have our podcast. Um, we have all of that for three bucks. And we also do rookie content. So we did a big old rookie guide, um, all of that. You can find it at the Debbie Royale. Uh, and if I highly recommend it, just getting, if you're, if you don't know where to go, where our rankings are at, little things like that, there's a lot of other stuff out there, but you're not going to get anything for three bucks. And you know, 
that's that's probably the best deal out there right now just for and then you get a, our access to our discord and you can always ask us questions in there i'm old so i'm figuring out discord but i'm getting the hang of it and i can answer your questions personally i tell you between discord and slack and group you me might. and i my phone constantly i mean i can't have it make noise because if i do it's going to go off every single second of the yeah. day so uh yeah i'm good uh but the most easiest place to find him is a, if you're following me finding him on twitter uh, again at Boy underscore 22 he is kevin coleman he is the co-host of the Devi royale podcast and has been an absolute pleasure kevin thanks so much for joining us today man yeah man i appreciate you having me on I i'm just glad that we were able to provide a little bit of lift for your afternoon yeah uh, as always, ladies and gentlemen, you can find me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. Find all of the SGPN Fantasy content uh, on the SGPN uh, Fantasy Twitter at SGPN Fantasy. Of course, find us all over the sportsgamblingpodcast.com website. Subscribe on the app. Don't miss a single show that the SGP's got going on to include NASCAR, to include PropCast, whatever you want, we got it folks subscribe on the app download it and in course uh until monday or till tuesday rather god i don't know what day it is anymore till tuesday when we come back with the usfl content i'll see you then and until then let it ride <laughs>